Merch alert! You asked and we delivered. The Royals of Malibu now has merch. We've got so much to choose from, like Team Easton or Team Reed or Team Isaac hoodies and hats. Some fun items like Do Not Dim My Sparkle t-shirts or Ugly Hot hoodies. Plus, plenty of accessories too, like our Trom mugs, AirPod cases, tote bags, stickers, and more. We'll be sharing new drops, sales, and much more on our socials at the Royals of Malibu, so be sure to follow along. That's at the Royals of Malibu. Check out the merch website at emeraldaudio.myshopify.com. That's emeraldaudio.myshopify.com. Emerald Audio is now an imprint of Diversion Audio, focusing on female-led storytelling. Hey, I'm Chris Caffaro. And I'm Nick Caffaro. We are real-life brothers who play fake-life brothers Reed and Easton Royal on the hit podcast, The Royals of Malibu. On this companion podcast, we'll be doing a deep dive into each episode, giving behind-the-scenes insights, talking to some special guests, and maybe even having some laughs along the way. Welcome to The Royal Boys. Hey, Nikki, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, hey Nikki. Nikki. Hey, hey Nikki. Nikki. Okay. Do we have the right side song? We do now. Hey, man. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Chrissy. How are you? I'm a little upset I don't get a song. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm good. I'm a little uh, grumpy today because they've been doing construction on my living room wall, the outside of it, for since July, on and off. And so every morning I wake up to banging hammers and I can't do any work in my house and it's very, very frustrating. Every morning there's a banging hammer beneath the floorboard of my apartment, yeah. Feel like I said so? Yeah, because I just made it. That's good. Well, I'm not grumpy. That's good. Why not? Because I had a great week. Tell us about it. Well, this week was Thanksgiving and I spent it with you in Los Angeles and with two special guests. Our parents came all the way from Connecticut to join us. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. In fact, it was so great, and they were so great, that I would like to reward them my lasagna of the week. Wow. La, 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 lasagna. What did we decide the, the theme song was? That. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun having them. We, we did some touristy stuff. We went on some hikes. We went to the Huntington Botanical Gardens. Had a high tea. Yeah. Service, which was fantastic. We went to For great those of you restaurants. you don't know, that is when you get really high. And drink tea. That's not true. You nope. just drink tea and have little sandwiches, finger sandwiches and delights. It was wonderful. But High Tea is the new game show starring Pete Davidson, <laughs> where you get really high and spill that tea. And Terry Crews. Hosted by Terry Crews. Yeah, that was great. What a great Thanksgiving. Much to be thankful for. I, so that we don't repeat, uh, obviously thankful for the family, um, I'm going to give my lasagna of the week to our producer, Emma DeMuth. La, 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 lasagna. That's right. We are, right after we're done recording this, we are going to meet her for lunch, along with some of the Diversion team. We're very excited, but they've been so great in helping us get this podcast off the ground uh, and promoting it and giving us all the resources we need. Uh, listeners, you might know Emma. She's the one who does all the commercial reads. Who's like, I have HelloFresh or Etsy. Or- and she always says, I'm going to just listen, get through this quick so that you can listen to the episode. And it's like, no, Emma, take your time. We want to hear from you. Yes, own your space and don't apologize for your presence, Emma. It's too late to apologize. No, I said so. No. Hey, you know what? We got a really special guest. And I think we should just hop right into it. 
And we have a hot, steamy, sexy episode. Yep. So should we uh, should we bring her on? Yes. I think we should do it. Do it, Nick. Do it. Introduce her. Okay. Okay. This is extremely exciting. Um, we have an amazing guest today. She is absolutely hysterical. I've known her for several years. We met doing comedy through the Groundlings. Is it Nancy Pelosi? No, it's not Nancy. Ugh, She's okay. on next week. Sorry, sorry. Go, go, go. But very similar. Very, very similar in demeanor and in comedic timing. She is a huge TikTok celebrity, huge on social media. She is extremely funny. You might know her from her videos of Wasp Mom or her very funny critiques of all things reality TV. She has blown up on your television screen. She's in Max's Hack she, from Loot on Apple TV+. Plus. Have you seen Loot, Chris? It's good. And um, one of my personal favorites I started to geek out about, and I can't wait to ask her about this, she has a huge part in High School Musical, the musical, the series, and several other things coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, you know her, you love her, you laughed with her and at her, Caitlin Riley. Woo! Hello! Um, first of all, I have to tell you, it's, it's HBO Max's Hacks. What did I hack. say? You said hack. No, well, I only watched the one. <clears throat> oh, okay. And you're a hack, Nick. Well, I, I lost the S because I auditioned for it and I didn't get it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I think I got the part that you auditioned for. Actually. No, it, it, went to, it went to Gene Smart. But Nick was like right um, there. He was right there. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. But Caitlin, is, are all of the High School Musical episodes out yet? Or are they currently being released? Yes, they are. They're all available and you can watch them on Disney+. Plus. What was your role on that, Caitlin? Um, well, everyone thought that I was a teacher. Everyone thought like, oh, are you, are you like singing and teaching? Are you like teaching them and singing? Are you going to be singing and then also teaching them? And, um, I was, um, made me feel like the oldest woman alive, even though I'm the youngest, but, uh, the fourth season is very meta where, in the, un in the universe that you and I know, okay, this is how I'm going to explain it. In the universe that you and I live in, there are three high school musical movies that exist. Mm -hmm. High school musical one, two, and three. And then there's the series. Yes. And the series is very campy. It makes fun of itself. It's very smart. It's very hip. It's very funny. And in the fourth season, they are making an actual movie. And the movie that they're making is High School Musical 4 that doesn't exist but exists in the universe of this television show, and I am directing it. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So is the title of that show, High School Musical, the musical, the series, the musical, the movie, this yes. in the series? Is that the full title? And it doesn't say, it keeps going. The title of the show is High School Musical, the musical, the series. The reason that that's the title is because it's funny, because it, it is. is. And in, in season four, which is the final season. Spoiler. With it is so in this universe of the TV show, <laughs> the high school musical movies exist, so they're like aware of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. this is not like it's not like these high schoolers are like related to Troy Bolton, who's Zach Efron's character. Like in this universe, oh, oh we like, I know Cor who Troy Cor Bolton is, don't you worry, right? Exactly, but like Corbin Blue, who played you know, like the best friend in the high school musical movies, he's in a couple seasons of the show and he plays himself, he plays like a very exaggerated actor oh, version of himself. And now he's Seymour, so yes, yes, suddenly yes, Seymour, Nick. Nick, we don't need you to sing. Do we own the rights to that song? We do now. Do you sing in the show? 
No, they asked. So we were, we were in a break room one day and everyone's fucking around and singing the whole time. And so I joined in and they were like, Oh my God, you can sing. And I was like, I daren't, I shan't. (laughs) And then I don't know if it was Tim, the creator of the show or someone else came up to me and they were like, do you want a song? Like, cause we can, we can do a whole song for you if you want a song. Do you want to sing? And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why would you oh, do that? Come not. on. Because it wouldn't make any sense. Because literally, if you watch it and you watch my character, it wouldn't make any sense. Well, this is awkward yeah. because I actually wrote a song for you to sing on the podcast. Really? And, but I guess you're not going to do it. So I'll just have to do it. Gillen is a royal boy fan. That's me. You know, that's just like the beginning. That's Give so a little bad, taste. dude. I am so sorry he did that. Before we hop into the the podcast, how did you get into mm-hmm. comedy and like the front facing POV wasp mom video stuff? Um, well, Chris, now that you ask, I've always had an affinity for a laugh ever since the age of four. Mm-hmm. But no, literally, I just I, I realized in college that I hated musical theater. And every single role that, role that I got was like the comedic relief or like the comedic lead or like, you know, Little Red and Into the Woods. Like that's like the the comedic relief of the show. And I was like, why does this keep happening? Um, and then I kept being told that I was funny. And I was like, no, I'm the next Julianne Moore. I can cry on cue. I can do this. And I didn't think that comedy was like serious, mm-hmm. even though I grew up being like obsessed with Johnny Carson and Albert Brooks. And like, I loved comedy. Um, and then I got into Groundlings and I started doing it. And then during the pandemic, I was sleeping in my mother's dining room and I was either going to start making videos to, to fill up my time or put my head in an oven. So mm. I chose the former. Yeah. Love Sylvia that. Plath did the other one yeah. for you. I know she already did, but no, it was, it was just like necessity. Like I, I I'll do this and. You know, me and some other girlfriends were doing it and um You're good at it. She's great That's at awesome. it. And yeah, let me sure. I wanna say this. I do wanna say this because we talked about this last episode, Chris, of like seeing friends succeed and whatever. And sometimes it's not the easiest, but I genuinely mean this. It was so cool and is so cool to see Caitlin, your rise. And one thing did annoy me because you really took off during COVID and I there were a lot of articles, you know, about you. And I, a lot of them like made it out to be like overnight success, Caitlin Riley, like, you know, oh my God. and I think that's such bullshit because you're not overnight. You've been working at it for so long and you're so good at it. Um, and yes, like maybe the medium changed because of COVID and more people got to see you. But the amount of work you put in before that was so great. And also what I think is so cool is you are, I think, one of the very few people who has been so successful on that medium and translated it into the theatrical acting world and your credits are amazing and they keep growing, but that's just a testament to how good of an actor you are. So it's just really, really cool to see. And I'm very proud of you. Oh my God. Thank, thank you. And I cannot believe you're on this podcast. Oh my gosh. Um, we're about to end your career. <laughs> I wish I had brothers. Well, guess what you do now? The Royal brothers. Oh my hey. God. So Caitlin. Love that. Have you are yeah. have you listened to the royal the royals of Malibu? Yeah, I listened to an episode. I have so many thoughts. Great, yes. let's dive in. Mm-hmm. Nick, you want to kick us off? Season two, episode seven. Save a wave. Wait, can I do it? Royal. Can I do Please, it? Please, you do it. Season two, episode seven. 
Save a wave, ride a royal. She booked it. Book her you season it. three. <laughs> you booked it. Three. You booked it. That was that was great. This is my least favorite episode. Really? Oh, you have favorites. This is my least favorite episode for several reasons. Um, one, well, because you're not in a lot of it. I that's have why. like two lines, <laughs> and most of them. It's, are, it's Chris the whole yeah, time, and it's Chris being intimate, and it is so disturbing. I had to listen to it on 1.5 speed. Wait, did I not get to like the intense intimacy? Because I got like a little flirtatious intimacy, and I was like, Hugh. yeah, right at the end. There, at the end, there's a lot. But there's also, they have sex on a charcuterie board. That's right. They have sex on a charcuterie board and they have sex on a surfboard. Okay, but you know what's so weird? Like All of it? The I, I have no context, but like the beginning is like, yeah, you know, with with the with the trial and the AI sex tape, there's just been a lot going on. And I'm just really happy that the two of us can spend time together. <laughs> And it's like, what the fuck? And then Chris chimes in and he's like, yeah, um, me too. And I guess they're on, what are you guys on? Like a helicopter? Because of course you're in a freaking helicopter. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And you're trying to say, I love you, but obviously you don't get it out because like you forgot how to speak. Did that read? Wait, did that read? Because that's what I was going for. No, no, no. It read like, it was actually very good voice acting, but it read like, it read like, um, like you were about to say it and then like you you, you just uh, got cut off. Yeah. And you can never you can never say it again. And that's what I hate. There's like always a trope like that in TV shows and movies where it's like, hey, wait, um, I just uh, oh God, there's a bus. And then the moment's gone. Yeah. The thing is, I agree with you and I Nick shits on me all the time because I'm like, this movie, why why doesn't anyone in meet the parent like I say this about Harry Potter? Like, why isn't everyone like, can we take a beat for a second and uh just like, <laughs> just can we communicate yeah, about a couple? Can of we things? fill Harry in on what what's happening for him, or like in Meet the Parents? Like, right. if he could just be like, "All right, time out. This has gotten out of hand. <laughs> I'm not a, f- <laughs> a freak, but like, then you don't have, yeah, then yeah, you yeah. don't have movies. No, I know. But hey, my boyfriend just came home. Um, Yay! I'm doing a podcast. It's just Nick. Oh. I don't want to be disrespectful. Okay, wait so- a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's just Nick. Fuck you, Chris. Wait, hold on, hold on. What? I left the stove on. I left the stove on. Oh my oh. god! For for the last two hours, the stove has been on in the house. Oh my, oh my gosh! gosh. Stove top. I left it on. You can't live alone. I can't live alone. I literally can't live alone. Oh, speaking of living alone, this is a good segue. Yeah. The, this episode opens just like, she's like, things are going great. What, well, you said, like, everything's bad, but things are going great because I haven't slept alone in a week. Um, That would be terrible for me. Maybe it's because my bed's too small. But I want to know something. How old is this young yeah. woman, what young woman supposed to be? How old is she? 17. To, is she in high school? Yeah. 17 in high school, yeah. How old are you supposed to be, Chris? 18. Are you still in high school or like just fucking graduated? Uh, no, yeah, I'm a senior going to Princeton next year for water uh, polo. Ever play water polo. To play water polo. You know, I dated someone who grew up in Malibu. So I dated really? Like, really? A, like a royal of Malibu. I wouldn't say was royal. He, how was that? Was he very wealthy? I mean, you kind of have to be to live in Malibu, right? No. Well, no. 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 I mean, I don't think, I would, no. Like, not like, I mean, his dad wasn't like David Geffen. You know what I mean? Um. Was his mom? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so stupid. Um, no, 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 no. But it's, it's very, it's very, I met like a lot of like Malibu kids. It's very different over there. It's very different in that beach town. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Did anything about what you heard from this podcast remind you of any of those kids? No. <laughs> not a single thing. Not a single thing. The same hairstyle. I guess. I guess the fact that like sometimes you hear the ocean in between like segues of scenes. Yeah. Yes, okay. You know? The helicopter. Right. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, like there are a lot of like there are a lot of kids out there that are very very rich. Like I don't even know. Like I there there's a smoothie shop. It's called Sun Life. I love Sun Life, and it had just opened. This was in like 2011. It's this little like shopping area and Bella Hadid worked there and would make my smoothie bowl all the time. And Bella Hadid um, made you a smoothie all the time. And so it was the Hadid girls. It was Bella and Gigi. And I knew them because their mom Yolanda was on the real housewives of Beverly Hills. And that's how I knew them. This was before they became supermodels. And I would see, I like seen her in a couple scenes. I was like, Oh, that's uh that's Bella Hadid. That's Yolanda's daughter. Right. But they're like Malibu kids. And so she worked at Sun Life and she would make my smoothie bowl all the time. And she was so sweet. And, uh, oh, then I they love became that. supermodels and they were always like the sweetest. I think I met Gigi at a party once. I all right. Think. You don't, don't have know. to keep name dropping know. Caitlin. I'm sorry. This is so, this is very Royals of Malibu because she works at, a, a bikini cafe. bar, barista cafe, a and that could have been the Hadids. It could have barista. Been, yeah. yeah, it could have been. You know, I gotta yeah. say, I I don't know much about the Hadid family, but That's good for true, them Chris. for encouraging their young daughters to work and earn. You know, learn the value of a dollar when they probably didn't have to work. Hell yeah! No, they were uh, they were really sweet girls. My 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 dear friends. My dear dear friends. Let's get them on the pod. We should because they're siblings. Yeah. But also, do you guys prefer sleeping alone or sleeping with your significant other? Both of you have significant others. Yeah. Well, I I am an eleven relationship, and I do have a California king, and it is uh, yeah. I like the idea of her being there, but I'm like a don't touch me when I'm sleeping kind of guy. Like I need my space. I want I want not I I don't like being hot, and other people are hot. Like don't touch yeah. me. I used to, I remember like in my early twenties when I like would have boyfriends and we'd have sleepover, they'd be like, we have to like hold each other like all night. We had to do it like all night long. <laughs> and then as I got older, I was like, don't fucking touch me while I'm sleeping. The novelty yeah. wears off. Or during the day. Or during the day. Yes. Yeah. Just never. Yeah. never or even during me. sex, really. Just, just do, just come and do what you have to do. I'm kidding. Separate I'm rooms, separate rooms for that as well. Man, I got to try all this stuff out. Also, Caitlin. Yes. Um, this was serendipitous, but I'm excited that you listened to this episode because this episode, more than any other one, references reality TV. And I believe she says, my evil stepmother makes Raquel from Vanderpump Rules look like a saint. I remember and that. And when I yes. heard that on the re-listen, I was like, thank God Caitlin is listening to this because you are a very big Vanderpump Rules fan. Are you not? Because we've had discussions about it. I'm a very big Vanderpump Rules fan. I fell off for a couple seasons, so I feel like I need to go Same. back. I th- feel like it was like season seven, eight, and nine, where I was like, these fucking people. So I started, 
I did not watch the show, and then I was waiting tables at a restaurant, and this woman and this guy came in. They were not being filmed. It was just a regular date, and I was waiting on them, and it comes to I come to learn that it was Raquel and the guy Peter, and they were on a date, and she was bawling her eyes out. That was him. filmed. Nope, this one wasn't. They do. Th- I I have since watched the episodes. They they go on other dates where she balls her eyes out. But this one, there was no film crew. I did not know who they were until after the dinner. Somebody told me, but it got so bad to the point where he went to the bathroom and I had to go. And I went and I said, hey, "Excuse me, ma'am, is everything okay?" Because she was crying so hard and drinking so much. And then I found out who it was. And once I found that out, and then heard about all the Scandaval stuff, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to watch the show." I watched. Eight, eight seasons of it in a month and a half. Was this Ooh. after or before Scandaval? In I the think it was line? during. It, be, it was before it became public. Okay. So it was before March. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Holy and then shit. after that, I went back. I watched eight seasons in a month and a half. And then I went to the restaurants in LA. And I was I've so never disgusted been. by the restaurants. I've never Ugh. been. Don't go. I know. I, I hear they're bad. So they're Awful. so bad that it made me stop watching the show because I was so upset. Even Sir? Yeah. Especially Sir. A couple sir. weeks ago, I started watching Can I it say again. something? The, like, no, I used to we go- we brought you on here not to speak. Okay. Well, Sir, <laughs> this, the decor at the Sir restaurant and like Pump and then like Villa Blanca back in the day, which no longer exists, like it was tacky as shit. Like oh, it still is. The interior of Sir is like the ugliest restaurant I've ever seen. It's like it's like if Lisa Frank fucked a vampire. Yes, yes, yeah. It's. I don't understand that reference, but yes, because it's like it's like gothic, but everything's pink and purple. Yeah, Yeah. and it's also like cheap. Yeah, with like and there was also a giant hair in my goat cheese ball. Oh, that's and the guy was like, "You sure it's not yours?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure." He asked if- I ate it. I said, it doesn't taste like mine. Was there anyone that was on the show that worked there when you were being- No, but we saw, we went to a UCB show and right before that at Birds, we saw, um, what's his name? Schwartz. Schwartz. Tom Schwartz. Have you been to Schwartz and Sandy's? I was going to say, I was Tom Sandoval for Halloween. That's really smart. Yeah, with the mustache and the voice and the whole thing, like- Shut up, Lala. Like, dude, honestly, uh, Ariana. So like that. good. So good. It, it's, it's, I got back into it recently because I have like just been busy and I wanted to watch something mindless. And it is very good TV, it's especially good. this last season. I think yeah. I was texting you about it. Like, it's like pretty spot on good TV. Well, didn't you, didn't you already watch the reunion episodes or no? No. Because okay. I have to like, w- I have to watch everything in order. Oh, you you said that reunion is the best thing you've ever seen. The reunion episodes are like the craziest television I've ever watched in my life. Well, okay, it's okay. it's the episode where everyone finds out, right? Have mm-hmm. you gotten to that? No, I have. I have. Like they stopped filming two weeks later. Everyone finds out. They pick up their cameras, and it's fucking chaos. And like literally, like Tom Sandoval goes to Raquel's apartment. Yeah. Oh it's wow. Insane. And, it's insane. And in the in the reunion, uh Sheena and Raquel were not allowed to be in the same a hundred yards or whatever because of a restraining yeah. order. So they had to like have Raquel in a trailer and Sheena on, and then they had to switch because they couldn't be near each other. 
And uh, it was chaos. That's so funny. It's insane. Yeah, it's good TV. Do you like The Bachelor or do you, or do you discriminate? What's your... I love The Golden Bachelor more than anything. Okay. It is so I've good. I've heard it's great. There's something about... like I want to see people that have lived lives that really want love. And there's like... like I'm sick of seeing 23-year-olds being like, this was it for me. Like I just keep getting hurt and I keep just like putting myself <laughs> on the line over and over again. And like, where is he? Like, I want my person. And like, you're literally 23 years old. You know what I mean? He's in college. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe you're not going about it the best way. Right. (laughs) Anyway, like it's, I want to see like 70 year olds have another chance at love and life or like people in their fucking late thirties. My sketch team did a, a sketch last month that was the golden bachelorette and it was our female member who was like, she's just like in her mid thirties. And they're, they're yeah. like, you're the golden bachelorette. And she's like, I'm 36. And they're like, exactly. And I all the contestants that. were super old. And she's I like, I'm that. not that old. And they're like, no, <laughs> that's funny. You but are. that's what it's like, like in the dating world for like a woman, like for a woman in her mid thirties, like if you go on like Bumble or Raya or something, it's like, okay, well, like, do I have to start dating 50-year-olds? Like, this is so weird. It's so weird. Because then 35-year-olds exclusively want to date 25-year-olds. It's all it's all mixed Not up. exclusively. Not exclusively, but sometimes. I would be so bad at The Bachelor. There are a lot of Bachelor references in this episode when they're on the date and Reed takes her on a, on a helicopter ride. She's like, I feel like I'm in The Bachelor. They go on this picnic. He gets this beautiful charcuterie board from the... What does he call it? The Charchitect? The Charchitect. Is the woman oh who makes it. God. <laughs> she makes salami roses. And they don't even eat it. They just have sex on top of the, the board. Mm-hmm. Like on top of goat cheese. I don't remember hearing about sex on top of the charcuterie board. Are there sounds? Did I zone out? Yeah. What did you think they were doing? I remember her being like, well, there's one thing I want. And then Chris is like, oh, yeah. What's that? And then she's like, yeah. <laughs> And then Chris is like, is that Sue? And then she's like, yeah, I want you. And then there's like a kissing sound and then like a, "Mm," and then waves. And then we cut to something else. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I want like, I want like slurpy sounds. (laughs) Like if we're going to do smut, we're going to do real smut. You know what I'm saying? Give it to me raw. That's what I'm talking to the sound editor. Talk to the sound editor. The meats were raw on the charcuterie board. No, they were cured. You're right. They were cured. I love the idea of like a Foley artist trying to make those noises for you. (laughs) Like in the booth. Just like. Uh, God, stop. No, no, I don't like that. That was so realistic and gross. I didn't do the other one. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, we have this beach picnic. Have you ever been in a uh, any type of date like this? Anybody? This seems completely outrageous to me. Oh, I went on one really, really bad first date. It didn't take place on a beach, but there were so many activities that took place in the three hours that this date was happening that I, like, I felt like it was never going to end and he wasn't going to let me go home, no matter what. Where first oh, no. I met him, I lived in Glendale at the time. 
first I met him at a bar downtown, which was like already super obnoxious because who, who like actively goes to bars downtown? Nobody. Um, I used to work downtown at a I know, and bar. But, but unless you work there or you live there, you're not going downtown. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Wait, no was, sorry. Goes, was this a first date? This is a first date. Okay. Wow. So okay. he meets me at a bar downtown. We're both wearing the same denim jacket. No. <laughs> <laughs> same brand and everything. Well, not not. I don't know if it's the same brand, but like I had like a acid, like a like an acid wash denim jacket that I wore all the time. It was like my go to date jacket, and he, I showed up, and he's wearing like. an identical jacket like it was identical that is so so we're wearing matching jackets matching like light wash acid wash you know circa 2017 jackets Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah yeah. so we are on this date we sit down and i realize like i hate i hate the sound of his voice (laughs) (laughs) why what did it sound like I don't know. This is like, cause we were texting a lot and he was like really weirdly sexual over text. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe he's bored. Like, I don't know. It should have been a red flag, but, um, this is the worst date. So, uh, I get there and he's like, so, um, uh, from your proof, like, like, I was like, what fucking Jim Henson character is this? Like, what is going on? Oh I gosh. hated his voice, but, but I'm not being mean because he ended up being a total weirdo. So, he has this like goofy ass <laughs> voice and I'm like, Ugh, I can't do this. I can't. There's just like no riz, no suavete, no, no, no charm. And he was like, uh, he was like, you want to go get some ice cream down the street? And I was like, uh, sure. I'm, I'm drinking hard alcohol, but yeah, let's like throw some dairy into it. So we go down the yeah. streets to get ice cream and it's all very transactional. Like he's not talking to me, but he's like, we're holding hands at an ice cream shop and he's like getting the ice cream. And then we're walking out eating ice cream for two minutes. He's like, I don't really like this ice cream and throws it away. He's like, do you like yours? And I was like, yeah, sure. I guess he's like, do you want to do karaoke? I've been eating ice cream. And then he threw yours away. I've been eating ice cream for two minutes. And he's like, do you want to do karaoke? And I was like, "Um, sure. He's like, you can't do the ice cream in the mall though. And I was like, oh, okay. So I threw it away. We walk into this mall where there's, there's a lot of um, uh, like Korean karaoke bars and stuff like that. So we go into yeah. a karaoke bar and he like very quickly, we're in a room and he pulls out a song and he just starts singing journey. Like we're in the karaoke room for five wow. minutes and he's like at the top of his lungs singing journey. And How I'm do like, you sound? okay, That's amazing. cool. Like I've been on How this was his date. annoying voice when it came to song? It was terrible. And then he's like, all right, your turn. You do a song. And I'm like, Ugh. well, anybody who was high school musical, the musical, the series, the musical, the other thing would know the worst thing to do before singing is having dairy. Or mm. alcohol. That's true. Exactly. Um, so then we leave the karaoke bar and then he wants to go to another bar. So we go to another bar. And then finally I'm like, I gotta call it a night. So he drops I'm me off I'm shocked it took you these four steps to say that. I'm too nice and I don't know what to do in situations like this. So he drops me okay. off in front of my shithole apartment and... I'm in the front seat and I I went through this phase where I was like, even if I didn't like the guy and I went on a first date with him, I would kiss them anyway, almost like to see, right? Just like, let's just see. And so he leans, he had a cat also. I was severely allergic to cats. That's what I do to my Uber drivers. Me too. Um, But so I'm in the front seat. He leans over, he kisses me. We're kissing. As we're kissing, he puts his hands 
around no. my no. throat and no. starts like gently, forcefully choking me while we're making what? out. No. Yeah. How so then I pull away and I'm like, okay. He's like, sorry, I thought that you'd be into that. And I was like, <laughs> why? 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 And I was like, why? no. Was it the ice cream? I don't know. So I kind of, I'm like, thanks. And then I get out of the car and then I break out in a crazy rash on my neck and on my face because I'm, I'm so allergic to cats. He had like cat hair and dander all over him. And I broke out in like uh. a, a rash all over here on my face. And um, I never saw him again. Why? He worked for Vice. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah, I guess not. Oh, but, boy. Um, that's he murdered the, them all. <laughs> yeah. But that was like that's, the one date I remember going on where it's like he had all of these activities where like instead of just like meeting up and talking, it's like we're doing karaoke and now we're eating ice cream. And like at, yeah. I think at one point he's like, let's go like to, to an escape room. Right, like so. The weird. whole thing sounds like it was an escape room, and you lost. I know, I know. Yeah, the thing is, like, there's a fine line between like romantic and charming, and like creepy, overplanned. Like, you know, but that's something yeah. you do with someone you've been dating for a little while. You don't just go like first date. Like, I have, I have an evening, like eight stops. Like, planned. no, yeah, you have to have building outs for both of yeah. you. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it was so, it was, I felt like I was like shackled to this evening. Like I couldn't get out and he kept, and he wasn't even talking to me. Like we weren't even really talking. It was very weird. It was like, I feel maybe he was on like coke or something. I don't know. Or he like did a couple lines before he left his house or I don't know. It was fucking weird. It was weird. We got to find out more. I want to know his name and his his address and his social security. I know his address and his social security. He keep he We're gave dating. it to you on his first date. He was like, "Here you go." He's just in case. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And I thought this state was too much. The helicopter to mm-hmm. Catalina and all that stuff. But I guess you're right. If you know somebody, you could get away with the nice stuff. Yeah, that's true. But she, they, then he like whips out champagne. What did she say? Where she was like, "Um, I hate champagne." No. What she said was, she was like. This is all great, but this isn't what I want. I don't want champagne. I don't want charcuterie. I want you. No, no. Yes, that's true. But there was a part when when somebody said, do do I hate champagne? Like, do I actually not like it? And I'm kind of in that boat. I love champagne. Yeah, but the hangovers. Yeah, there's never never a worse hangover than a champagne hangover. You have to get a dry. You have to get it. I haven't had an alcoholic drink in like six months. So you're talking the wrong person. Oh, good for you. Yeah, no, I go like straight to the uh to the hangover. I can't like drink anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the same. You hit a certain age and you're like it's not worth it anymore. Yeah, but we still do it. I had champagne this weekend. Um well, we could skip ahead to some different parts, but um I'm there's so, one thing I, I did want to I'm like the ask. worst guest we're not talking about. No. No, it's this is, this is fun. This is what we do. So. Well, here's a question for you. <laughs> After this crazy date and they have sex on a charcuterie board, mm-hmm. they go home and Ella is going to bed and she opens up her YouTube and puts a fireplace video on. So I am obsessed with that detail. Do you do that? No. I feel like that's something you might do. Hold on. Why does that feel like something that I would do? 
I don't know. People do stuff. I I know people that like put on Great British Bacon Show to go to bed, or I have a sound machine. I have a rain machine. I just feel like you would put on a fireplace thing. <laughs> You're totally right. I either have Frasier on um, in the oh, background. That's my nighttime. That's my bedtime show. Yeah, Frasier. That's, uh, or we were do- uh, Seinfeld for a minute. I go through like the the classics, uh, but Frasier is one of my favorites. Um, or it'll be pitch black and I'm listening to Smartless and then I doze off. Oh, so one of my favorite internet videos I ever made was, it was a like holiday Yule log and, uh, it was just like an hour and a half of the holiday Yule log and we uploaded it to, uh, YouTube, but I did an entire audio play underneath as though I was like, I was the guy recording the fire and his wife comes in and is like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm taking a a video of the fire. I'm going to upload it to YouTube. And she's like, "Uh, okay, well, can we not talk for an hour? And he's like, no, no, the audio's off. And then they proceed to get into a marital spat about how he's never ready to go to this party and he hates her family. And it's literally me and my friend improvised this thing for 90 minutes and uploaded it to YouTube, hoping that someone would click on it and just discover that there was audio underneath. That is so funny. Yeah, both viewers loved it. Yeah, both viewers <laughs> loved it. And after after like a year and a half, it got taken down for copyright infringement. What? Because we ripped the we ripped the image of the uh, the fireplace. Yeah, they'll get you. They'll get you that way. That's so funny. You should re-upload it. I should. should. I could find keep it. Doing it. It took forever. Because it was just like one take, an hour and a half of us fighting. Speaking of movies. Oh, Nick. Go ahead. No, no, Nick. Keep us on track with your shitty little transition. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of movies, anybody like Nora Ephron movies? Yes. Uh, My favorite Nora Ephron movie is Heartburn. Oh, okay. So if you bring up Nora Ephron and you've never seen that movie, then you are a fucking poser. Well, they bring it up in the show. I've never seen that movie. And yes, I am a poser. Um, but I strike do get a pose, Nick. Strike a pose right now. I Good. am. This is a podcast. It's an audio medium. But Nora, Nora Ephron movies, they talk about it. How, you know, do you think that she um, spread misinformation by, say, like making people think that getting the guy solves all your problems? Not at all. So famously, the movie Heartburn is uh, Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson. They are a couple that are in love. The first half of the movie is Meryl Streep being terrified to walk down the aisle to marry her husband. And then they show the course of their relationship. And Jack Nicholson ends up cheating on her with a very close friend of theirs. And she <gasps> leaves him and, you know, has has her life. It's, it's, it's the antithesis of a love story, really, which is what Nora Ephron is most good at telling. Um, so Nora Ephron's not necessarily one to, you know, create stories that are centered around getting the guy and everything being perfect. But a lot of her most famous movies are kind of are. Like what? Sleepless, Sleepless in Seattle. Mm, let's think about that for a second. It's not, necessarily, it's not necessarily getting the guy because Meg Ryan's character was already engaged to a very sweet man, right? Bill Pullman. He happened to be allergic to everything. And there was a little bit of a disconnect there. And then she sort of was entranced by this man on the radio and sort of set foot to see what could that be? Maybe I'm following my list. Maybe I'm following something that calls me. So it's not necessarily like I'm in the rut. It's like she had a very lovely life and decided to like kind of blow everything up and like literally get in her car and drive to Seattle to see this fucking guy that she heard on the radio. I think that's not necessarily like get the guy and everything's fine. That's more of like get the guy and like maybe your life's going to blow up. Whoa. 
Caitlin came armed and ready to fucking rock. What else? What other? That was awesome. I'm a bigger fan of Nora's son, Zach. He, I think, is (laughs) the real hero. High school musical, the musical. Nick, do you also have sex on this show verbally? Um, I do in the first season. Actually, it, I mean, like, there's like a hookup. What? What is and what's happening? Like in the booth, we don't make any noises. They add them in post. So that's not your. That's not your noise. I haven't listened to it, but that's not. That's some, someone else is like doing your sexual noise work. Yeah, it's me. It's wait, me. Chris. Chris does your... mine. I do Chris's. Wait. <laughs> Wait, here's a true story. Here's a true story. Did you know that Tom Hanks has a brother named Jim Hanks? And Jim yeah. Hanks does all of Tom Hanks's like like ADR and like little like video games for Toy Story, the things that are beneath Tom Hanks. His brother Jim comes in and does. That's yeah, and what I am for Nick. Uh, apparently they don't talk. No way. Yeah, that's that they like don't have a close relationship. Oh, that makes me sad. Oh no. Yeah. Well Tom, that's that's what I We heard. know you're listening. Call your brother, please. Yeah, Tom's Tom. Tom, please call your brother. Tom. Come on, Rita. Just the season. Uh, but Caitlin, Nick's character has sex in this episode. You hear it from the other room. Oh, 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 I did hear that for a second. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, they're like fighting. Did you do the like, uh, did you do that noise? No, we don't We don't have to do any of those. I don't know if they have a sound library or what. I will say, though, the later in this episode, Chris, it is the first time you hear like you work it into your lines. Like you're breathing and like it's like and it's really uh, 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 unsettling and upsetting. And it's the reason our sister doesn't listen. Chris to the is podcast. so proud of himself right now. He's like, I, yeah, you know, like it's kind of, it's like, absolutely. Like, you know, like you kind of have to, like, honestly, like if that, if that's, if that's what the fucking script calls for, then I guess that's what I'm doing. So, but also, if that's the performance could cause that type of visceral response from you guys, then like mission accomplished. Like, that's <laughs> the highest compliment I could receive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's my reaction. That's so true. <laughs> Listeners are going to love that. Well, and also like all of this, all of this talk of like sex noises, like I've never heard a sound while having intercourse with like anybody. Well, that's because you have your Yule log playing in the background right. and the sound machine. And because you exclusively sleep with mimes, you got to stop doing that. Right. The big thing about this episode is like, Caitlin, you haven't listened to the previous ones, but like for a season and a half, Reed and Ella are having like this will they, won't they. And this is the first time that like they're cute and like a couple together. It's so uh, stomach turning. I know, yes, but because it's Chris. But I love it. Are you loving it when you're doing it? You're like, yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, I think you look incredible. Like, are you like, are you feeling yourself when you're doing it? When you're like trying to be like romantic and hot? If you're asking if I fully commit to my character as an actor and an artist, the answer is yes. But, oh uh, God, (laughs) this episode was fun because uh, every other episode I'm like, I'm like this angry brooding, like, you, I hate you, dad. And like in this one, I'm like nervous and like vulnerable about like about to say, I love you. And like just having a good time with his girlfriend. And um, so that was fun to do and not have to, cause it, that feels closer to who I am as a person, as opposed to like the, you know, the dark, mysterious boy. 
You're just a little teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is um, that it barely lasts because the episode ends with you finding out that she has a boyfriend. Another boyfriend. Ella has another boyfriend? He shows up to the royal house unannounced. And what was so genius about this is that the entire episode, while you're listening to it, you hear phone vibrating. I don't know if you guys caught on to that. The sound guy put in like a phone vibrating noise. And I kept thinking my phone was vibrating. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't get any texts or calls. But she's getting texts. Yes, she's getting it the whole time. And then at the end, she's like, why didn't you call me? He's like, I tried. Oh, "Oh, shit. That's brilliant. Isn't that so smart? That's brilliant storytelling. That was the big reveal at the end of this episode. And the one other reveal that we we skimmed over, but I'll just mention it because it bears mentioning, is uh, Dinah is dropping her lawsuit to get Ella's trust. But instead, she is going to try to uh, get guardianship over her. Yeah. Which basically means like she's going to try to like adopt her, which is crazy. Honestly, between me getting kidnapped and the lawsuit and the sex tape and my stepmom attempting to kill me and my dog, I just want to spend some time with you. <laughs> it's very funny. Caitlin does that recap of all the things going wrong with Ella. So then she she recaps it again at the end of the episode. It's like, I'm going to go to the beach and do self-care. Um, and she ends up hooking up with Reed on his surfboard. Ooh. And it gets so... It's so much, and it's, it's really uncomfortable to hear my brother doing that. Um, hey, Nick, you know what I think we should do now? I think I do. Some royal decrees. Hear ye, hear ye, a royal decree. So I'll go first. My royal decree, no more documentaries. They've gone too far. They've gotten out of hand and out of control. There are so many documentaries. They're all shitty. They're all produced by the people they're about, so they're like oddly self-congratulatory. And I also don't know when it happened that like all documentaries have to be a series now. They used to be 90 minutes, an hour, you learned and you got out. Now it's like season two, episode seven of the Murdoch family. And it's like, no, no, enough. What are you talking about? There's so many shitty documentaries. So then watch, don't watch the shitty ones. There's so many good ones. Have you ever seen the documentary called The Whale? No. It is about a baby orca whale that gets separated from his pod and he's lost in a bay off of Vancouver Island. And he doesn't know he's a whale. He thinks he's a person. And he becomes best friends with all of the sailors in the village. And he keeps wanting to play with all of the boats and all the people on the boats. But he keeps getting hurt. So the like wildlife association comes and tells the people of this town to stop playing with the orca baby whale, but they can't because he literally thinks that that's his family. And then he gets hit by a boat and dies. And this is Brendan Fraser. (laughs) Am I thinking of the right movie? (laughs) That sounds like a very nice documentary. Let me ask you this. How long is it? That was real. That was so funny that I I did not know how to react. I was just sort of like, like just ingesting the thought, the fact that you made such a good joke. Damn it. But I know what you mean. Like there's so many culty documentaries and they're all series and they're all the fucking same. And but then don't watch them. But you don't know until you're in and then you're like half invested and you're like, well, like me and my girlfriend started watching one called like the twin flame or some. Oh yeah. 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 The twin flames. And it's like, by the fourth episode, I'm like, okay, 
I'm just going to Google this it. because I right. can't take any more of this. And I Google it and it's like, spoiler alert. It was like, yep, the Twin Flames uh, church is still operational. No charges were filed and they have 67,000 members. And it's like, yeah. what? What? This is the worst. It's just like a long Dateline episode. They're not documentaries. God, I love Dateline. All right, Chris. That's a shitty royal decree, but whatever. I'll let I don't it pass. care. I, like I stand by it. Uh, my royal decree based on this episode and where we started is everyone should have at least one night a week where they sleep by themselves. Even oh. if they're in a loving relationship, you should get one night a week where you get the bed or a bed to yourself. And I think you will be happier. And maybe it's saying that because I'm alone. Um, Why don't you work on one night a week where you sleep not alone? How about that? Hey! <laughs> I would Old decree that for brother you. Brother Cafaro, welcome to the brigade. Yeah. Well, I have a body pillow, so you can all. <gasps> I want a What's body his name? Pillow. His name is Body, and his last name is Pillow. Good. That's comedy, folks. Body is a wanda pillow. <laughs> that's comedy. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, do you have any anything that's on your mind that you would like to decree? My decree is that not everyone needs a Netflix special. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Little shade. Okay, who do we got? Let's name names. Let's attack. I don't know. I don't know. What do you consider a Netflix special? Like a, a half hour, an hour? Like, or a, like? like a like a stand-up special, you know? I feel like I feel like there are so many on Netflix right now where it's like every other person, I'm like, that person has a Netflix special? Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch it and I'm like, that they didn't need to have a Netflix. they didn't need to have a whole ass special, you know? Yeah. Um Do you would you wanna do one? No. No. Really? No, I'm not a stand-up. So it would be, it would be bad. Um, yeah. Well, guys, this has been an amazing episode, I think. And I hope other people think so as well. Um, Caitlin, you're amazing. I think you're so funny. Hey, sorry. I, I left for a second. Continue. What did you say? I said, Caitlin, you're amazing. I think you're so funny. Oh, um, thanks. You're, you're you're a star and it's fun to watch you rise and um chris uh keep at it you'll get (laughs) (laughs) wait caitlin where can our uh if our listeners aren't following you already where can they follow you in their hearts or if our if my co-host isn't following you already where can he follow you (laughs) uh instagram my instagram is hi caitlin riley you can figure out how my name is spelled there um, and my, uh, TikTok is, it's Caitlin Hello. You can also figure out how my name is spelled. C-A-I-T-L-I-N. It's Caitlin Hello. It's Caitlin Hello. Yeah. Look her up. Watch her videos. She's so funny. Uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for being here. You're so funny thank and you. great. And, thank you for uh, having me. Our pleasure. Anytime. You're welcome any freaking time. What a treat. Uh, thanks so much. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.